Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 509 here in the station, 82 degrees. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van temperature controlled and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Got a text message. Uh, Whiskey Wednesday needs to be renamed to Bourbon Whiskey Wednesday. Come on, Rob. You admitted on your show that you don't like rye, scotch, and guessing Irish whiskey. No, I like Irish whiskey. I like scotch, too. I'm just not a rye fan. Scotch is hit or miss. You know, there, there are some good ones. Uh, Irish whiskey I do like. American whiskey is all American whiskey is not bourbon. Depends how it's made. Uh, but uh, you know I do like my Irish whiskey. I actually have, I think at least eight different types of Jamesons. Everything from all their castmates, which a lot of them you can't even get in this in this in the state. There's the one Revolution Brewing castmates that's only in Chicago. I have a few bottles of that because when I was in Chicago, I stocked up with a case of it to bring home. Uh, of course, you have your your normal castmates that you can get here. What's the other one? Oh, Washington State, there was a castmates made by Jameson from a brewery. It was uh, in beer barrels out in Washington State. I don't know the name off the top of my head. I know the one in Chicago is Revolution Brewing Company, castmates, Irish whiskey from Jameson's. I like proper, the proper 12. Is decent. There's a whole bunch of them. You know, I have my my Johnny Walkers, different, you know, the higher the higher labels, but we'll see where that goes. But I get you. I, I said from the start I'm a bourbon guy, so that's where I lean towards. Somebody else just texted in, right, Rob, I bought uh, four Powerball tickets for tonight. If I win, would you consider running for president with a staff of your choosing? Uh, probably not. Uh, I'm I'm shy away from I have shied and will shy away from politics. I don't have the temperament for politics. Probably end up uh, punching someone in the face. So, Radio is much better for me because I'm uh, distanced from everyone that I would probably like to do harm to. Just checking through some of the text messages I got here. But uh, we'll see. I had this uh, House Democrat. Democrat Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota is leaving his position in the House Democrat leadership over his party support of President Joe Biden in the 2024 re-election bid. He said, my convictions relative to the 2024 presidential race are incongruent with the majority of my caucus, and I felt it appropriate to step aside from elected leadership. He said in a statement, I celebrate leader Hakeem Jeffries for his remarkable and principled leadership and extend gratitude to my outstanding friends and colleagues for having created space and a place for my perspectives, added Phillips, who had been a co-chair of the House Democrat Policy and Communications Committee. I'll continue to abide by my convictions, place people over politics, and support our shared mission to deliver security, opportunity, and prosperity for all Americans onward. Now, he's a moderate Democrat. He has said for months that he does not think Joe Biden should run for re-election, and CNN previously reported that he's eyed his own White House bid. The mere fact that I've never heard of Dean Phillips from Minnesota probably is not a good idea for him to run for president, but who knows? Maybe he has some good ideas, 
as a moderate Democrat, maybe he could bring some people together. He's not leaving the Democrat Party, so let me be clear here. He's just leading his leadership role because they want everybody lockstep, and the Democrats, especially in the House, are very good at that, of uniting their party, their their caucus, for one message. And the message for them right now is re-elect Joe Biden. He does not agree with that. He does not think he should run again in 2024. So he's stepping down in his leadership position. Like I said, I knew nothing about Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota before this reading this article, but he's someone that I'm going to keep an eye on. And again, he's not giving up his Democrat values. He's not leaving the party. He's just stepping down from a leadership position because he does not agree with them on who the next president should be. It, well, he, not, not who it should be, that it shouldn't be Joe Biden. So maybe this is someone that, that we should look at more. And I, that's something that I am going to keep on my radar. You know, this is someone I like to follow. This is someone that I'd like to see. You know, if he's willing to, to step down his position, lose some power because of his beliefs, I respect that. I respect that. So we'll see where, where that ends up going. We talked about Lackawanna County and their, their – not Lackawanna County. We talked about Scranton and their city council meeting and a couple of their motions the other day. Well, Luzerne County is having a budget countdown. It looks like there's going to be no tax hike that they're planning this year. No tax hike, but questions remain. Luzerne County's 2024 budget proposal will not include an increase in property tax rate as per the county manager. The preliminary budget will present to county council at a public meeting next week. which includes a millage rate of 6.3541 mills, the same as this year. That means the owner of a property assessed for $100,000 will pay $635.41 in county property tax. They've already kick-started, obviously, the budget. And even though the uh, county manager's no-tax-hike pledge has been common knowledge for close to two months, Councilman Tim McGinley... And John Lombardo said they plan to examine and propose budgets of the county departments and divisions closely. I would say that there are members of the council that will go over it with a fine-tooth comb, account for every nickel and penny. Well, isn't that your job? Shouldn't you be doing that on a normal basis, not just now? According to a schedule presented at the council's September 26th meeting, council will hold the budget hearings at 5 p.m. on October 24th and November 14th. Council will hold a budget work sessions devoted to the budget proposals of county departments on October 30th, November 6th, and November 14th. Additional work sessions might be scheduled as needed, the schedule states. Council is scheduled to adopt the county's final 2024 budget at a special meeting on December 5th. The county charter stipulates that budget must be adopted by December 15th. The county property tax rate has increased every three years since home rule took effect in 2012. So they've had an increase in 2014, 2017, 2020, and 2023. Supposedly it's on no increase for this year, and if they follow by that, possibly the next year as well. So we'll we'll see what goes on there. Let's go to the phone. Again, you can call or text 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phone. We have uh, Joe from Sawyersville on PA court races. Joe. Rob, 
Have you decided who you're going to be voting for in the state Supreme Court race? Excuse me? Have you decided who you're going to be voting for in the state Supreme Court race? I don't know yet. You don't know yet? Nope. Okay. Well, the Republican candidate says that she's not sure he's going to vote on the abortion issue. But she's been who, who's, running, who's running for the Supreme Court? Uh, Carlucci against McCaffrey. Now, Carlucci has said, I have no, I don't know how to vote on the abortion issue. I do not know. But she's been endorsed by a number of anti-abortion groups. So we, we know where she stands. Doesn't that hurt her in Pennsylvania, which is a pro-abortion state? Uh, I think you're wrong by saying Pennsylvania is a pro-abortion state. I think there's I think there's members in pro-abortion. I think you're being too generalized. I think there's members. Listen, listen. I, I've been at these debates and I've seen staunch Democrats who personally are against abortion. Now they won't vote that way, but when they talk in public, they're like, "Yeah, I, I totally disagree with abortion," but they well, they're not willing to vote to well, an extreme measure that that's out there. So to, to say to say Pennsylvania is a pro-abortion state is just wrong. Let me tell you this. When it comes to the issue of abortion, people believe it's the woman's decision, not government's. That's why I call it a pro-abortion state. We're not Alabama. So if you're anti-abortion, that's fine. But Pennsylvania, we support abortion. Let me ask, let me ask you a question. So, so you, think, you think it's a women's, woman's choice and that's that? I do. Right. Okay. Let me ask you a question. It's a serious question now. Go ahead. I've had, I have three children. All right. Obviously, my wife carried my three children. Right. It should just be her choice. Yes. Okay. Let me ask you something. All three of my children have my blood type. So my, my wife raised and, and grew three children in her, in her body with my blood type. Okay. Explain that and how that could be only, should only be her choice. I mean, how, how, does, how does she carry a life inside her with a totally different blood type and, and myself, who was part of that, not have a choice in it? Because it's her body, it's her choice. So the people at Pennsylvania believe we're not Alabama. Well, not- no, we're not talking about Alabama. I'm giving you an honest question. She's carrying a child with my blood type that we both made, and yes, she's carrying it. Well, the baby comes out of her body, not yours. That's why it's her choice, not yours. It's pretty, uh, pretty staunch statement from a guy who can't have a kid himself. Well, that's true, but that's what I'm saying. It's her choice, not the male's choice. It's her choice. I beg to differ there. Explain well, to me how, how that, how that, how that becomes her choice. Because it's her body, it's not your body. It's her decision. Well, the the, the, the child that's inside her is half mine. Well, but but you're not producing the child. Uh, your body, it's her body. It, it's that simple. No, no, it's not that simple. That's why it's an argument. Do you think a woman should ha- be able to have an abortion up until the baby's about to be born? If a woman gets an abortion, no, I'm asking you. Do I, you I'm think a woman right now? It's her decision, because if she had a long-term abortion, the, the, the child is deformed. She's not going to carry a baby for uh, nine months for no, I'm not, no reason. I, it's a simple yes or no answer, Joe. Do well, you think a woman should be able to have an abortion up until the day she's about to have, give birth? Yes, because she has a good reason to do so. Absolutely, yes. What's a good reason to do so? The child could be severely deformed. What if she just doesn't want it? Well, she's not going to carry a fetus for nine months for no reason. What if she but just doesn't want it? Well, then that's her decision. It's not government. So, so you're, you agree that she should be able to get rid of that child a day before it's supposed to be born? Because, yes, it's her decision, absolutely. All right. I mean, that's your take on it, but it I think that's far out of the norm. Well, it's a state in Pennsylvania. We're not Alabama or Mississippi. That's how we view it in Pennsylvania. What, what, what are the laws in Alabama? You, can, I almost have you don't have a clue. You don't have all a clue, do you? I do. Alabama, Mississippi, they're far right. No, no, okay. What is the specific law on abortions right now in Alabama? 
it's almost impossible to get an abortion after a certain amount of time. That's the truth. You don't, so you don't know the law. You're guessing. I know enough about Alabama Mississippi. They're a backward state, both of them. We're not Alabama or Mississippi. We're Pennsylvania. We're very well. Modern. I can I can tell you that Alabama and Mississippi are looking at Pennsylvania and John Fetterman and thinking about the same thing you're just saying. Well, we're very proud of John Fetterman. He's a wonderful senator. <laughs> well, well, who's we? The <laughs> you, people of Pennsylvania. You, you got to be yeah. The, that, the, that that simple majority, right? Uh, he did a great job. We vote for him. We're He's odd. doing a great job. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. John, what, what, what what has he done since he he's been in office? No, what what, what what legislation has what legislation has he introduced to help us here in Pennsylvania? He supports the Democratic Party, which is what people of Pennsylvania want. We don't gotcha. want to uh, Okay, Joe, I appreciate you for exposing yourself there and saying what what you feel. Absolutely, right. You know where I stand. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so right, you, you're okay. I appreciate it. Wow. And again, it wasn't wasn't uh, I'm just looking at some text messages now because they're they're literally hilarious. And, and this is this is a question, you know. I I this is a talking issue that I say all the time, and and it's it's a lot of people have looked at it. Yes, and you know you I agree. I'm not this. You should have a baby no matter what. That's that's not where I'm coming from. Yes, I believe there should be rape, there should be incest, there should be issues, there should be you know exceptions to that law. You know, I think we should follow more like a Europe Europe does, where there's a 13 week limit. If you want to limit that down to six weeks, if you want to limit that down to 10 weeks, I'm sorry. You know, I'm pro life. I, I stand that way, but I understand, and, and I would never subject someone who was raped or a victim of incest or something like that to carry a child that they they didn't want. But I think it's a valid question. Just my personal experience, my, my and my wife's experience. We've had three children together. All three of those children have my blood type, not hers. She's a totally different blood type. So, yes, I do believe that I have some say in that. I do believe those lives are part of me as well. Uh, you could say you disagree with me. That's fine. I think if you're going to say, hey, somebody should be able to terminate their pregnancy the day before it's supposed to be born, I, I think that's a bit extreme. But... Again, when you're saying that John Fetterman's a great thing for Pennsylvania and and believing in that, I kind of understand where you're coming from then. Uh, John, I'm going to get to you in just a second, but i got to go to break. It's 524 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. All I can say is wow. Appreciate the text messages here. It's uh, 529 here at the station. 81 degrees. Let me get to the phones. We have uh, John from Carbondale. John. Yes. I have a yes. Okay, you're on the air. I I have a question. Um a female can get an abortion without husband, boyfriend's um permission, correct? Yep. Okay. How come it's not the same if a guy wants to get a vasectomy, he has to have his wife sign a paper to get that paper notarized? before he can get that done. Why isn't it his body his choice? Is that a law or is that just policy for the organization? Nope. 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 Um, I was uh, 32 years old, four kids, didn't want no more kids. Me and my wife talked about it, went to the doctor, had it all set up. Before they could do anything, 
she had to sign a paper and get that no paper notarized, pretty much giving me permission to get that done. And I, I know two other guys, the same exact identical thing. They had to get their wife's notarized permission to get that done. It's a law in Pennsylvania. Don't know why. I, I, I no, I believe you because I, I remember doing the same thing when I got mine. Um, yeah, and it's, it's it's crazy, and <laughs> nobody. I've I've asked dozens of people that that question, and nobody nobody has an answer or able to find an answer. It's I I googled it. I I came up with nothing, and it's just it's just funny, you know. Her body, her choice, his body, her choice. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now at at, at PA the Department of Health PA.gov a sterilization consent form a consent form and therefore it should be also the other way if she wants an abortion if he has to get her permission she should have to get his permission if not the male should not have to get her permission to get that done No, I don't see anything. I don't see anything here that says you need you uh, the patient has to sign the sterilization sterilization consent form. There's nothing yeah. here that says the wife has to. And uh, you know, I'm looking as much as I can. It says, Does a husband need a wife's permission for a vasectomy? It's not a legal requirement to involve both party partners in the decision making consent process. I'm not finding anything in law that 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 says that. So I, you know, I'm going to dig into that a little bit because uh, yeah, you bring, yeah, you bring yeah, up no, an no, interesting no, choice there. Cause I, I remember, you know, my wife having to sign the same thing when I got mine after my third child. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Like I said, you know, I was 32, don't want no more kids, you know, and you know, she didn't want to go for the operation, you know, because it's, it's easier on me. You know, I mean, you're in, you're out same day, you know, and you pretty much go back to work two days later. You're fine. So, I mean, that's why I did it. And it, it was just crazy that, you know, that she had to sign the paper and it had to be notarized. And like I said, I know two other guys that same exact thing. Papers had to be notarized. Yeah, I'm looking at it here, and what I could find is it's not a legal requirement, but it's rather a, a liable protection requirement that a lot of medical providers want so a wife cannot sue them later down the road. So it doesn't seem, it doesn't appear to be a law, a state law anywhere, but it's more coming from the medical provider that's doing it to prevent, to, to indemnify them from any lawsuits from a spouse or partner. But then why doesn't it have to, why isn't it the other way off of it? Well, one's, one's you're talking about a law for the abortion. That's a state law. This seems to be more of a medical practitioner's uh, yeah, liability just, issue. This is crazy, though. I mean, no, no, I, I definitely I get your point, you and that's why that because, you know you yeah. brought up a good point because I remember having that sign that as well, and uh, yep. you know it's why I looked into yeah, it. But it doesn't appear to be a law. It, to, it depends more. It, it seems to stem more from any doctor who's performing it, trying to prevent himself from any liability. Yeah, but it's just. It's just crazy that, you know, you have to jump through hurdles to get that done. No, no, no doubt. It's just, it's just crazy. I appreciate well, your call, John. Thanks for listening. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. Bye. Thank you. It is 533 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 538 here at the station, 81 degrees. Well, I, I, I did a little research here, and... Uh, Pennsylvania law prohibits abortion at 24 weeks. It also prohibits abortions sought for the reasons of sex. Pres- uh, 
Pregnant people who seek abortion care must undergo a mandatory 24-hour waiting period and counseling. Pennsylvania obviously also limits public funding uh, and private insurance of it. Um, Pennsylvania law generally requires a parent, legal guardian, or judge consent to the minor's abortion. So, uh, you know, you're looking at 24 weeks here in Pennsylvania. It obviously makes the protections for anyone who is raped, incest, or, or such like that. You know, I pulled up Mississippi as well. And uh, Mississippi also has an exemption for life, saving the life of the pregnant person or in cases of rape or incept that have been reported to law enforcement. So that's Mississippi. And it's uh, very similar in Alabama. So they all have exceptions, you know, unlike the caller that wants to just say, well, they're they don't believe what I believe in, so they must be extreme as far as abortions. So, you know, that, that's where, where that comes from. And again, the text messages are again, I'm sorry, I'm just reading some some text messages that are coming on. And uh, I'll have to do that during the next commercial break. This, uh, I, I wanted to bring this story to you because I, I don't know where I feel on this. There, there was the Southside Pharmacy robbery at gunpoint. A Chicago woman began to cry Tuesday afternoon in a federal court in Scranton when she learned she would not go to prison for her role in an armed robbery six years ago at Southside Pharmacy. She was the getaway driver. Two individuals went in and robbed the place at gunpoint, held the this pharmacist at gunpoint, tied up the pharmacist and another employee there. And they took all sorts of opioids, Xanax, morphine, oxycodone. Well, she just got time, time served, where the other people got 10 years and five months in federal prison. She said she didn't know that they were going to commit the robbery till just before they got there. Yeah, okay, whatever. But I guess she got time served. She started crying at her hearing. They said she's never been in any other trouble. She's a single mother of seven raising a girl earned uh, and earned a license for a nursing assistant in Illinois. Now, that's where she was from, Chicago. She says she's a law-abiding citizen who made a very stupid mistake by driving around two men whose intentions she did not know, said the lawyer. She must spend three years under supervised relief. She has uh, helped repay 14000 in restitution. So I, I, I'm okay with giving this woman a second chance. She didn't have the weapon. She did not go into the store. She was the getaway driver. She was outside. She took part in a crime, no doubt. But they robbed a pharmacy. They robbed a pharmacy of opioids. And one of the reasons for her release is she's gotten her license as a nursing assistant. So here's where I'm torn. I understand she's got a child. I understand, yes, let's give her a fresh start here. But should she really be working as a nursing assistant in the medical field after you were part of a ro- armed robbery of a pharmacy to steal opioids? This is where I'm torn. If it wasn't for that, if they robbed an electronics store or did something like that, I'd be more like, okay, you know, let's give this this woman a second chance. But 
and, and she's already see, she's already spent five months and sixteen days in jail. And then she got time served. She's on probation for the three years. She do has to check in. She's paid her restitution. I get it. You know, she's trying to improve her life. She's gotten since this crime. She's gotten her degree in a, uh, as a, her certificate as a nursing assistant. But I, I'm kind of torn, and, and I'm going to bring it to you guys. What do you feel about a second chance for this woman, but working in that field? Again, she was part of an armed robbery, albeit the getaway driver outside, never having a firearm, never being inside, never coming in contact with the victims. But she was still part of it. She acted in concert with the crime of armed robbery of a pharmacy. Stole oxycodone, morphine, and Xanax, and now working as a nursing assistant. I, I'm torn here. Uh, just because of that. Again, if she was working somewhere else, if she was doing another career, maybe I'd be okay. And if they didn't rob a pharmacy, hold a pharmacist to gunpoint and take opioids, maybe I'd be okay with it. But this mix just makes me uneasy. And I'm all for, okay, if the judge felt that she deserves that chance and being released uh, after time served, I'm okay with that. I respect the judge's decision. But looking at it, you know, is this someone we really want working in a medical field as a nursing assistant who's already been part of an armed robbery of a pharmacy? So it, it, it makes me makes me torn there. And I'll leave it at that. And I, I want to hear what you guys text in, call in, see what you feel about the uh, Chicago woman who was uh, part of an armed robbery. She was the getaway driver six years ago at the Southside Pharmacy here in our area who's got time served, but because mainly because she's working as a nursing assistant and trying to get her life together. Should we just give her a pass and say, okay, you know, go on with your life. Is it okay? Are you good with that? Is this someone you'd want taking care of you or your family member in that kind of field? I mean, who knows? People change. I get that, but I'm just, I'm torn. I'm torn here. I'm, I'm, this would be a coin flip for me because I, I don't have a solid opinion one way or another. It kind of concerns me. It's uh, 544 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 549 here at the station. 79 degrees. Temperatures going down. Um, just looking through the text message here. They're coming in. You know, they, they, they hold off for a little bit, and then all of a sudden I get like 20 of them, and <laughs> trying to read through them is something else. Uh, let's go to the phones now. It's uh, Rich from Laughlin on the getaway driver. Rich. Yes, Rob. How you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Great show. Thank uh, you. What I would do with this lady, uh, like you said, you want to give her a chance. Well, then she's going to sign up for at least five years of random drug tests. That's the condition I would lay on her. Uh, and then that gives her a career possibly. And uh, it, it puts at ease any temptations if she was on any of those uh, drugs, you know. You no, know, no, I get that, and I believe just to work in a hospital, you have to get drug tested anyway. I, I know my daughter does, you know, at least twice a year. Um, so it's it's done already. Was this for their personal use? Was this for sale? I mean, who knows what the, what it was? Just the matter of that she's going to be around these types of narcotics. Uh, it just brings me pause. Like I have to. I, I had to say, yeah, I'm not sure here. I don't know. And I want to give her the second chance. I want to. It's better that she's out there being a productive member of society. She did get the, the nursing assistant certificate. So, you know, she applied herself in that manner. She did spend, spend some time in prison. You know, sometimes that's enough to put someone on the straight and narrow. Just the matter, the, 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 the nature of the crime 
and where she's working now, where she chose to have a career, concerns me. So that gives me pause on saying, yeah, I'm all for this, or yeah, maybe I'm not. I got you, Rob. I agree. Uh, if you work for the Department of Transportation, almost every job they have, you're going to take random drug tests, whether you like it or not, even though a lot of the congressmen sitting over there are sky high, you know what I mean? But <laughs> that, needs to be, back, that uh, needs to be mandated, right? Drug tests for all members oh, of Congress? Uh, and, Rob, just think, if we did have term limits, both problems uh, will be gone as far as what happened in, in the House uh, nobody would be there long enough to do any of this stuff, what they did to the speaker and so forth and so on. Uh, it really kills me. It was the Democrats. What what did they have in it? If I may change the subject, I'm sorry, Rob. What what, what did they have in it? They voted the, the speaker out. It was just to, just to say the heck with them, right? Well, <laughs> like people who are walking the halls of Congress said, they could hear the cheers and laughing from Democrat yeah. members of Congress's offices. Uh, that's what it was. It was a show for them. They, they, I mean, they, they got their talking points now. They, I mean, just go through social media. Look what the Democrats are posting in the Congress. Uh, it shows exactly what was in it for them. Uh, the next guy, he should not agree to one person could take him out like what happened to this speaker. That was ridiculous. I've already seen to... that. Members of Congress are already saying unless that rule is revoked, the, they shouldn't oh, okay. even vote for another member of Congress. We'll see if they do, but it says uh, people are already saying that, that that rule needs to be vacated. Yeah, but getting back term limits, you wouldn't have a – what happened with the lady out in California? Uh, what's her name being that old? Diane Feinstein, yeah. Yeah, you won't have Biden in there that often, you know, that long and so forth. And look at Mitch McConnell. I mean, come on. They're, they're on both sides. There's plenty of them. Term limits is a good idea. Uh, you know, where exactly we want to draw that threshold? Do we want to do, you know, three terms? Do we want to do four terms? Do we want to do two terms? I mean, if, if you look at the, the history of America, if you look at the, 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 letter, the, the writings pre-Constitution and what they were thinking at the time, this was never meant to be a career. It was meant for people around America to serve their nation and move on and go back to their lives. At that time, go back to their farms, go back to their things. So, Rob, you were dead at 40 or 50. We didn't have that. They t- like if you, uh, with, with the rusty nails, what's that, the toxin, the uh, one toxin you get, you, a tetanus shot. Tetanus. You didn't have tetanus. Yeah. You didn't have virus shots, nothing. If you live, if you live past 25, 30 years old, that was your career. You know what they're doing now is wrong. I got, I read a lot of things. I got to talk to you about uh, Mitch McConnell. The guy's as dirty as it comes because, and he really should resign because his wife is uh, tied in by family with Chinese families and shipbuilding and so forth. This guy, you didn't, you never heard one thing from the from the house or the, not the house, the um, the senators. You didn't hear one thing about anything. Uh, the senators are going to do relative to what the House has been doing, okay? The Senate, I mean. And why not? Where's Mitch McConnell? He had no support because he cannot go against the Chinese. He can't go against Biden. Simple as that. We're in He's sad shape. Too heavily. We're definitely you know? in sad shape, and we have to uh, find our way real quick, or we're going to be in a lot of trouble. Thanks for taking the call. I'm sorry I went off. off no, no, track not at all, Rich. That's what all the right. show's about. You call and you talk have about what evening. you want to talk about. You too, my have friend. Good Thank evening, you. Rob. And he's right. I I just want to clear up. I got a text message. I, I'm reading back from uh, 12 minutes ago, and somebody said restitution. Does she get benefits for those seven kids? She doesn't have seven kids. She has a kid seven years old. So I just want to clarify that because uh, it. Uh I'm just reading some t- more of the text message. I think 18 years total is fine. I, I'm not sure what that means. She did five months 
and some days in jail. She didn't do 18 years in jail. So I'm not sure what that means. But we'll see. Again, that was my uh that was my my dilemma today. When I read that story, I was like, okay, I'm I'm all for giving her a second chance. I'm all for, for her getting on her feet and correcting her life. And she's working in a good field, but wait a minute, she she robbed a pharmacy and robbed the pharmacy of drugs. So, you know, I kind of have a concern there. You know, speaking of pharmacies and medical field and stuff like that, we have uh, I know Paul Michaels covered it a little bit, but uh, Kaiser Permanente and a Permanente. Permanente. Kaiser Permanente, the new, they, they own Geisinger now, I think, over in our area. Um, they're on strike nationwide. It shouldn't affect us here. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. Hopefully things get better tomorrow. Hopefully we start figuring things out in our nation, our nation's uh, capital to uh, make us a more perfect union because right now we're pretty damn screwed up but we'll see it, it's got to get better right we'll see hopefully we have uh, some lighter stuff to talk about as the week moves forward with the with everything going on i don't know if we will i appreciate all your input today another uh great interaction from you guys via text message i'd like to see a few few more of your new guys call girls call in again we'll have the game commission in tomorrow to talk about our hunting seasons and what's going on with that you're with the rob o'donnell show here god bless be safe and we'll do it again tomorrow